Welcome, everybody, to the Clear Tai Chi Mastermind meeting for Friday, August 12th of 2022. Um, with us today is me, your resident host and all that, um, and Matt Hoker, the regional organizer for Maryville, Tennessee, outside of Knoxville, and today's today's topic is his interview. Hello, everybody. And I want to introduce you guys to a new regional organizer in Costa Rica. He, he's going to tell you what parts. So Sheila's in part of Costa Rica. Jim's in a different part of Costa Rica. And it's Jim Cantor. Welcome, Jim. Thank you. Glad and, to be here. Um, and what part of Costa Rica are you in? I will be in the uh, southern region of Guanacaste um, from approximately Las Catalinas and south through Flamingo Beach to Tamarindo. For people who know Costa Rica's Guanacaste region. And with us today is also Harry Legg in Verona, New Jersey, outside of New York City. Hello there, Sifu, and welcome, Jim. Great to have you here. Uh, I'm in Verona, which is about 15 miles outside of New York City. Uh, the school is New Jersey Tai Chi, fully spelled out, uh, .com or on Facebook. Uh, thank you. Great to be here. Philip Chan in Columbus, Georgia. Hello, all. Welcome. Jared Blakesmith in Cleveland, Ohio. Hello, hello. My school is uh, Emerald Valley Tai Chi and Internal Arts. You can find that on Facebook. I currently teach in Berea, but starting in September, I'll have a new class starting in Lakewood. Welcome. Mark Mashad in Michigan. He's going to tell you which parts of Michigan. <clears throat> Hi, it's the... Uh... Uh, mid Midwest Michigan area covering Grand Rapids, Lansing, and the areas in between. Sheila Bell and the other parts of Costa Rica that she's <laughs> going to tell you about. Hi, everybody. Yes, I'm in Guanacaste also, um, about 45 minutes from Jim in Flies del Coco. I also have classes in Laveria, and I hope Jim and I will both be doing retreats up at the farm in Alajuela, yeah, in Vijagua de Opala. Welcome, Good looking to forward to coming and bringing the family. Um, Ty Talbert in San Antonio, Texas. How you all doing? Welcome, Jim. <laughs> Getting used to the y'all. Yeah. I have a Tai Chi club in Converse, Texas that meets on Saturdays. And Art Don in the Washington, D.C. area, and he's going to tell you we're out in Maryland. Hello, everyone. I'm in Greenbelt, Maryland. That is 12 miles east of Washington, D.C. Welcome. Welcome. Cool. Um, so now we begin our grilling of, of Matt. Oh, no. First, it's a word from our sponsors. All right. And then uh, so with with the interviews, we've primarily been promoting in case you hear things you like or are interested in or want to get involved in our system in some way, the Clear Tai Chi Level 1, we have it on DVDs and we have it online. And that's available at clearmartialarts.com. And that is the best way to get involved in, uh, to get started and get involved in some of the kinds of things you've been hearing us talk about in and with the interviews and all of that. The other thing that I've been promoting right along with this is that if you want to see most of the instructors who have been on these calls and um, and really have a great time and push hands and classes and very specific and various topics, 
Um, that the Clear Tai Chi International Family Gathering happens that first full weekend in June each year. And to find out about the one coming up for this coming year, go to TaiChiGathering.com. And it's got um, the current list of instructors, which keeps, um, we keep adding a little bit here and there and the, and the different classes that they're gonna be teaching and some of the other events and things, including our banquet. We have not chosen a banquet topic yet. Uh, by the way, that was the other one I meant to cover in the business meeting for all of you that are part of that event, which is almost all of you. Um, the, uh, if you've got something that you think would be the topic we might should do for the next one of these, um, please submit that to us or what you would like to see us consider or think about uh, like that so that we can start um, getting together what the top dinner topic will be for the next, for the one in June of 2023. Okay. Um, so clearmartialarts.com and www.taichigathering.com. Those two websites make use of them and thank you for availing yourselves of that and tuning into our podcast video cast here and the grilling can begin no. um the uh so what is your name and where do you teach <laughs> well, yeah. so i'm matt holker and i teach classes here in maryville tennessee which is just south of knoxville um and I uh, and, and I help out with the classes in that area, but I also, uh, because I work for Clear Tai Chi National Headquarters, I also interact with a lot of students uh, all around the country and all around the world. How many years have you been studying Tai Chi? Ooh, that's about since you first got introduced to it. Yeah, that's an interesting question. So I was really introduced to Tai Chi in fifth grade. Uh, and I was studying Shotokan karate at that time and doing other other kinds of martial arts. But my fifth grade teacher uh, saw me deal with a, a bully the way that I kind of knew how, which was basically to stay out of their way. <laughs> um, and it, but but I did it by making contact with with them so I could feel how they were going to move and start to kind of predict their intentions. And my fifth grade teacher saw me do that. And he pulled me aside and said, where did you get your Tai Chi? And I didn't know what he was talking about. I said, I, you know, I do, I do karate, but that wasn't really my karate. That's just kind of how I figured out how to, how to deal with real encounters. And he said, that is kind of a low level, but it's, it's a way that Tai Chi fighters approach things. It's a Tai Chi method for self-defense. And you might want to, you know, check that out. And so over the course of the rest of the year, I talked to him about what Tai Chi involved. And he shared things with me that I thought were incredible, like rooting. He talked about how the, the people in his group were dropping their energy below the ground and how they could really feel where the other person's was. And this to me was just like mystical. Um, and, and we, you know, we talked about energy systems and the different ways that they could be accessed and how it could be used to kind of give you extra power in your body and, and express that physically without a lot of tension or effort and how this was a, a system of self-defense that was very sophisticated, but was meant for kind of smaller, weaker people who had to deal with bigger, stronger people. Um, and it fascinated me. And uh, I didn't go out looking for it right away because I was only in fifth grade. 
So about 30 years ago. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yes, actually. I tell my daughter when dinosaurs were young. Dinosaurs were young. Uh, but I did, uh, at some point, I did uh, learn enough through the Shotokan classes that I was taking that I realized that if I really wanted to continue to develop and get the skills that I wanted, I was going to have to get them from another art. And, uh, and so I went out looking for Tai Chi. Unfortunately, I didn't find a lot of great Tai Chi. I got a little bit here and there and, and you know, some form and some understanding of application. And, uh, you know, I learned what Jin expressions are um, and that kind of stuff. But I just got a very, very limited amount of education uh, kind of from the point where I was about 15 years old until I was almost 35 years old, at which point I finally found Richard Clear. And I and my first Tai Chi experience with him was uh, I actually signed up for Tai Chi Level 1 online, um, the Clear Tai Chi Online program at clearmartialarts.com that we've been talking about. That was my first Clear Tai Chi experience. And, uh, and I was just blown away because even at that sort of entry level into the system, it was uh, all the energetic and the, and the, the kind of mental, the different focus points that you, that you utilize and the different things that you're kind of working on and focused on in the form and what you use the form for. All of that stuff was, it was what I had heard about from authentic Tai Chi, but I'd not seen anybody really teaching that at all. And then to find it at the beginning level of a Tai Chi system, uh, I, I was hooked right away. <laughs> and so I've been doing clear Tai Chi ever since. Um, and of course, obviously we, you know, our, our system is informed by others and we share with others, but really I'm a clear Tai Chi guy and, and that's, and you know, that's what I do and that's what I practice. Um, and that's been since, uh, what we, what did I say? 2012. 2012. So 10 12, years yeah. ago now. Yeah. So 10, yeah. So 10 years now in, in clear Tai Chi. And then I started teaching officially in 2017. And then your fifth grade teacher, the lineage that he was associated with because you were in, um, Minnesota, Minnesota. Uh, and that's where I gather that's where T.T. Liang lived. And it was he actually studied from T.T. Liang, the teacher did. Yeah, my, my fifth grade teacher. And, and of course, in fifth grade, I had no idea who that was or what that meant. And I thought that, you know, if my fifth grade teacher had this understanding of Tai Chi, then it must be out there everywhere. Kind of like, <laughs> you know, karate there. You go to any strip mall and there's a karate school everywhere and you kind of got your pick. And I thought that's how Tai Chi was. Um, but then, you know, when I really went out seriously looking for it, I, I found that it was a, it was a very different <laughs> ball game. Um, but, but my patience paid off. <laughs> cool. Um, what, what different martial arts have you studied? Cause I know you studied a few and part of that was looking for, if I understood right from knowing them for a long time now, the, uh, some of that was looking for some of the other stuff, but also there's an, obviously an interest in self-defense based on some of what you did. So we'll get into all that. And so let's start with what different martial arts you studied, and we'll get into why those things and, and whatnot. Sure. Well, I started, like I said, in Shotokan Karate uh, when I was young. And then uh, I, I 
kind of, uh, I audited a lot of different systems trying to figure out if this teacher or this method or this, you know, style of training was going to be a good fit for me. And so I got in a little white crane training. Um, I practiced in uh, a system that is now referred to as guided chaos. Um, I did, uh, I did uh, some, some Xingyi, some Bagua. Um, what else did I this year? I've got uh, uh, some Kuntao Si Lot um, and, uh, and, and some in a, in a couple of different uh, systems of that some very, some had more of an emphasis on Kuntao, some had more of an emphasis on Si Lot, some were a pretty decent mix of both, but I got uh, good exposure in, in those arts. Um, some World, World War II combatives training, some of the old uh, Fairburn and Sykes training. Um, and of course, you know, now Tai Chi Chuan. Chi Chuan. Tai Chi Chuan. <laughs> so what is your teaching experience or journey? My teaching experience. Um, so when I started, I didn't. I, I did my goal was not to become a teacher I didn't I didn't want to like teach Tai Chi professionally that wasn't the that wasn't the place I was kind of originally coming from I really just wanted the skills um, at some point and, and this is really it's really easy to see in the clear Tai Chi system if you've been in it um, for for any length of time because Sifu clear has built it into his program uh, especially if you're here for the live classes where, at some point, part of your training is to instruct junior people. And that is how you are getting your next level of skill at, in certain areas. And, uh, and it becomes very important to your personal development pretty early on to be able to teach and share with others. Um, that, and with push hands method, especially, if you can teach that method, you can create your own training partners. And, and it's just amazing. It's an, it's an incredible like skill to have for personal development to be able to create your own training partners at wherever you go in the world. You can always you know do your tai chi at, at that level and, and keep building skill and keep getting more and more out of it. And you have that ability just built in because you know you can teach people the push hands method and then and then play with them and then work on your skills. And so once I realized that, once, once it dawned on me that like teaching was going to be that kind of important for my own skill, um, then I really focused a lot more on becoming a teacher and, and learning more about how to teach classes and how to lead classes with different kinds of people at different levels of their training. And I got a lot more into like that side of things at that point. Um, but it, it was... I, I hate to say it this way, but the truth is it was really a very selfish thing to begin with. It <laughs> I was I was not so much wanting to like go out and and you know teach Tai Chi and have that be the thing that I do. But now that I do that and now that I've done that for, for over five years now, I gotta say it is part of it is one of the most rewarding things in the world to be able to share what we do with other people who are like passionate about it and, and fascinated by it the way I am. Um, you know, to be able to bring that into other people's lives and share that it's, it's one of the greatest Tai Chi experiences you can have. And so, um, 
I would say my journey has come pretty much full circle to where that's that's more what I'm about now is sharing it than than anything else. I still do my my personal development and and obviously I'm I'm very much about that. But uh, the activities that we do here are what really excite me now is getting the word out to more people and helping more people develop and really you know get get people out there in the world practicing the stuff for real. One of the things that um, I think will take most folks who are serious about Tai Chi and make it that you'll end up teaching Tai Chi, even if your goal wasn't to do that initially, is that you know the, a lot of folks think of Tai Chi as being the singular exercise that you do. And there certainly is plenty of practice you can do like that. But you cannot have, that's not even going to be half the art. And the bigger picture of the art, that's not going to be half the art. Uh, what are the biggest skills that Tai Chi really gets into in terms of what it needs to be Tai Chi? And one of them, one of the top two, three, four is sensitivity, pain. What is it you're sensing? Because you can sense stuff in yourself, but it has to do with sensing stuff in other people, healing for other people, self-defense stuff with it and applications of the art um, from self-defense standpoint or fighting standpoints and all of that. And every bit of anything you do there, even if it's soft and gentle and nice, it still involves other people. And ideally it would be other people doing skills of some kind, not just, although you could definitely do some with people doing crude stuff. Um, ideally you would do, you would deal with people who are also doing smarter things that requires another body. And so either you're going to have somebody that doesn't know anything who's just helping you out all the time, or you're gonna teach them the Tai Chi for the benefits that they can get from the Tai Chi. And now you have partners and that requires, you know, they gotta know some. And so since you're the person who's learning enough at some point to be the more knowledgeable person in your area and they're learning and they're, they're the person who's working with you, it kind of makes you the person doing that. So um, now if you did it, you just seasonally hated it, different situation. But most people, I find that that's not the, that's not the issue. Um, that they like teaching the art, especially to somebody that wants to really learn it. And then nice to have built-in practice partners. Um, okay. Um, By the way, did you talk about liking or uh, like obviously why you started teaching Tai Chi and how you got there? Did you talk about um, why you like teaching Tai Chi now? Why do you like teaching Tai Chi now? There well, the I, um, uh, I for those of you who don't know, I spent some time working as a magician. And one of my favorite things about doing that is uh, the the the, um, the moment of astonishment. It's the, the look on people's faces where they go, what? And, the, and there's, this, there's this just pure kind of joy and excitement all at the same time. And, and I love that. But when you're performing as a magician, you know in the back of your head that what they're astonished by isn't the truth, that you, that you tricked them, that it is a, it is a magic trick. You did something and it looked, you did something one way and it looked a different way to them. And that's why they're astonished. And Tai Chi, it, it's, it's so much more rewarding than that when someone's astonished because they're astonished by the truth. You're showing them something that's a real skill that they can really do and then they really get it. And then there's that joy and excitement 
And that, I mean, you can't beat that. You just can't. Cool. The, uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Mark's got a. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. No, you're, you're on mute. You're on mute. I was hoping you'd mention the ma magician thing. I have a couple questions for you. Um, so with, with your, with your uh, magic thing, um, so you, you look at like how there's sleight of hand and misdirection and mentalism and like the illusion, you know, the understanding of audience perception, mm -hmm. right? And so have you been able to either consciously or unconsciously, have you found that those things are were have been helpful to you in Tai Chi. Do you see some of those components in Tai Chi? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, as uh, as a teacher of, I think anything, um, you know, being aware of uh, of how messages are received and how people perceive things. Um, and, and how like miscommunications can happen, um, you know, all that stuff, uh, it, 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 the awareness, the, the practical, like on the spot, on the fly level of awareness that you develop as a magician for those, for that kind of thing, um, and picking up on, you know, cues, whether or not they saw the right thing at the right time or whatever, you know, being able to kind of read people like that and, and determine what's going through their head is a super valuable skill as a teacher of, of anything or a communicator of any kind. Um, and then, you know, to be able to, you know, what I was talking about for putting together a class structure, just that, it, just that alone to, to know what's going through your students' heads when they walk in the door and what, to, what their expectations are and how to kind of get them all on the same page so that by the time you really are delivering the lesson you want to deliver, that they're ready for it, you know, all of that kind of thing. There's an element of routining uh, that that you get a lot of firsthand experience with as a magician. So yeah, it's it, it has been helpful in a number of ways, um, you know, if only indirectly. Thank you. What other credentials, what, what credentials do you have? Well, so um, I am a certified Tai Chi level one instructor. I am two modules away from being a certified Tai Chi level two instructor for the Inter Tai Chi intermediate, intermediate instructor. Um, I After am, the intermediate basically is the Sifu level curriculum. Yeah. Go ahead. And I do have uh, the level two push hand certification. I'm looking forward to taking that workshop again as soon as we get it filled up. Um, the uh, I'm a, a Fagan level five practitioner um, and I am participating in the advanced modules as they are as they are going on. So hopefully someday soon I'll be leveled up higher than that. Um, but but I'm a level five practitioner for now. Um, and I also have the clear Tai Chi or Parkinson's certification as well as the clear qigong certification. Cool. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Um and then the normal question that I asked here too is do you have other careers or do you do Tai Chi full time? Well, I've, I've, as you know, I have had other careers, but at this point in my life I am blessed to be able to do Tai Chi full time. Yep. Um 
do you have any notable teaching accomplishments in terms of either who you've taught or where you have taught or specific student successes? We'll come back to the North specific student success in that kind of yeah. so. Well, I'm, I would say for me, I don't feel like, uh, like my experience has been that notable, but I, but I do have to acknowledge that, you know, I have been all over the country teaching Tai Chi. Uh, I, I, and, and largely I've been with you while you're teaching Tai Chi, but, but being able to help facilitate that, uh, is, you know, that's wonderful. Um, and, and I, so I taught in, uh, I taught Tai Chi in New York city. Uh, and the surrounding areas, um, Los Angeles, Denver, Minneapolis, Buffalo, New York, Ann Arbor, uh, Cashers, North Carolina, Houston, Orlando, and Boca Raton, Florida. And I think that's it uh, at this point, but there may be a couple of places in there that, that I taught that I can't even remember. Um, and, and in a number of those places, I have been able to I've, even though I wasn't like the main instructor and I wasn't the guy who was kind of the leading the workshops or whatever, I have been able to take people in smaller groups in, you know, the breakout sessions when we're working on things and really help them tune up their skills. And that has been uh, a really rewarding experience for me, especially because a lot of times I'm actually able to help people who are like senior to be in our system, who actually have more skill and experience, but there's one little thing that they're struggling with, and I happen to have an eye for it, um, and that and that's very rewarding. So, I would say that's the most notable of my uh, you know teaching experience in terms of that. Cool. Um, and um, what kinds of health issues have you been able to help folks with? Because I know you've had some you've had some stuff where because we're teaching them and and or hands on. Yeah, yeah. Locally, um, you know, when we when we work with students all over the country and on the road and whatever, there's a lot of people who've been in Tai Chi for a long time. They're just really kind of passionate about their Tai Chi. But locally, we get a lot of students who come to us because they have health problems and they've heard that Tai Chi can be good for that. And so um, I've worked with people very successfully uh, with fibromyalgia. Um, there was a young lady who came in who was worried that she wasn't going to be able to participate in her nursing program that she had just been accepted to because her fibromyalgia symptoms were so bad. And we only had about six months to work together, but we, uh, we got in enough training uh, and got enough skill under her belt where she was able to manage the condition on her own. And she's now participating in that program. Um, I had uh, a woman come in with such severe vertigo that she was worried she wouldn't be able to participate in the classes because she would she was worried that if she was asked to do too much choreography, she would just fall over. Um, and of course, you know, she was there partly because she had the vertigo, but she was worried that the Tai Chi wasn't gonna, you know, that she wasn't gonna be able to participate in it, that it wouldn't work for her because she just, her, her symptoms are so bad that she wouldn't be able to do it. Um, and, you know, I talked to her and, Told, explained to her that Tai Chi can be done sitting in a chair and that there's all these methods that we have to get you started. And uh, two months later, two, two months into her training, she came back to me and told me that she had just seen her doctor who she regularly sees for the vertigo. And they ran her through the little run walk kind of test that they do. And he said, whatever you've been doing for the last couple months since I saw you last, keep doing it because it's working. And, uh, and then, you know, the, the, another several months later, 
um, she, she was able to manage her condition without medication. Um, so that's, that's some pretty impressive results. Uh, and, you know, I, I wish I could say it's my teaching, but it's really the clear Tai Chi system. I just happen to be the one teaching it. Um, but, but that was something that was, that I was pretty proud of. Um, I had a gentleman with very severe back pain who, when he first came to me, was unable to walk without, uh, he had this great big cane stick, like walking stick thing, but it was, it was this massive, like a post of a thing that he was like leaning his whole weight on and crutching his way along. And, uh, it was, I want to say it was his fourth week with us. So eight lessons in, and he walked out the door and forgot his cane. We had to, I, I, I chased him down the road, like, Hey, you forgot your stick. You forgot your stick. And that, and I mean, he was, he was getting those kinds of results that quickly. And then after a year of the training, he was able to, he was able to schedule the surgery that he wasn't able to schedule before because of all the complications, but he had done enough work um, and relieved enough of the, the kind of lingering symptoms there that they were able to actually do the surgery that he needed and correct the back pain permanently. He just wouldn't have been able to do that without working through the Tai Chi, the clear Tai Chi system, the way that, you know, the way that it's laid out. Um, and I've worked with people, uh, obviously I'm, you know, I'm, uh, uh, as I mentioned, certified to teach clear Tai Chi for Parkinson's. And I've worked with a number of people who have Parkinson's disease uh, very successfully. And, uh, and that program has enjoyed a lot of success you know, with me teaching it or, or others, um, the, the program itself is very, very powerful. Um, but I've had some personal success with people with Parkinson's disease. And I've also worked uh, successfully with people with cancer. Um, and one gentleman who had cancer and MRSA at the same time. Um, and, and we've had great results with, with people uh, with, with very severe, what you would think of as very severe, often debilitating, injuries and illnesses, uh, the clear Tai Chi method, it handles them well. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm very proud of the, of the work that we've been able to do here locally because we have really helped a lot of folks been able to, to significantly improve their lives just in very concrete ways. Cool, man. What caused you to start studying from me? Um, Yeah, so I kind of I kind of alluded to this earlier, but um, basically, in a nutshell, I read some of your emails and marketing pieces, and I thought, you know what, if if what he's saying is true, then this is the Tai Chi I've been looking for for twenty years, um, and so I decided to check it out. And fortunately, well, fortunately, I decided to check it out, and and even more fortunately, it was what. As advertised, you know, it was it was every bit of the internal power kind of uh, stuff, the the energy movement, the mind connected movement, and and um, uh, the internal power and and the focus on that was there from the beginning. It was really obvious, and uh, and and as I played with the things that were on the tapes, I was getting results that I could tell were really happening. I was actually getting the skills that I was supposed to get by following the material, which seems like a strange thing to point out, but I'd never had that happen before her. I, you know, I've never, I, I've watched a lot of martial arts videos and I've gotten training in different ways, 
And there's some things that you can get that way. But for internal arts, I've not found one where I was really able to get internal skill by watching a DVD until I found Richard Clear's stuff. And so when, when I realized that that was the, you know, was, was actually what I was going to get if I stuck with it, that with this system, that's when I made up my mind. That's, it was, there was just no other, uh, no other path. And, and there may be other paths out there. I don't know, but I looked for 20 years and didn't find one. And so, uh, so to have someone who is able to keep that, that's the other thing is when I met you, uh, you know, I finally met you in 2015 and you were such a great guy and all the people in the system were so nice and, you know, just, just genuinely good human beings. And yet they were all very skilled and there wasn't like the, the typical ego that I associate with, you know, skilled martial artists or anything else. It was all just a bunch of people who were very skilled were happy to share, who were really happy that you were there and, and wanted to be a part of that. And the culture of clear Tai Chi really grabbed me right away. Um, and so, you know, to when I had the opportunity to become more of a part of that, it was it was just an obvious, I, I just, it was a no-brainer decision. As good guys go, I'm not really number one, I'm probably like number two, but that just means I try harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, Snoopy fans. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's from he's from Minnesota, where they have like statues up of Schultz and Snoopy, the Snoopy characters, and all that. Yeah, I can't get the kids to watch Snoopy today. I don't know what that's about. Too slow for them. Okay. Um, What is the CTC and GTC story? Oh, oh, so uh, so this was um, before I moved here. Um, I was still studying the level one Tai Chi material online and you know, by, actually by DVD um, and was a long distance student living up in Minnesota. And I was doing another element of training that wasn't Tai Chi related. That's another martial art that he teaches. Um, and, and I was doing this training every day. And the goal is to build it up to be able to do 20 minutes of it. And I started at like five and, you know, got up to like seven and at some point got up to like 12. And then it started and I was doing it every day. And, and then it started wearing off where like I couldn't pull, I couldn't keep it for 12 minutes anymore. It went back down to like 11 minutes, 30 seconds. And then the next day it was like, 11:15, and it kept kind of losing a few seconds every day and i'm scratching my head going man i'm doing everything he said to do i'm doing all the training right i don't i don't understand why am i how, you know I, I i not only did i kind of peak but i didn't even plateau i'm losing ground now and so i called him and uh and i explained what what the problem was and and Sifu clear said well have you been doing the carry the cauldrons and grand tai cheese afterwards I said, well, yeah. He said, you need to do three, at least three really, really proper carry the cauldrons and grand Tai Chi's. And they're really proper. You mean like with the really big, deep knee bends? I'm already having trouble doing the work that I'm doing now. You want me to add a bunch of squats at the end? And he said, no, no, no. Really proper with the energy movement. Make sure you really feel the energy all the way through the move and that you really feel it moving. And that you really feel it sinking through you and that every part of it, you really feel that and put some extra time, go slow if you have to, 
but put extra time into the feeling of that energy movement and make that the part that's really proper. And that will put your energy away so you're not burning it off after your training. And then you'll have that for the next day. And then you'll start building again and you know, building more and more and more. And I'll be honest, I kind of thought he was crazy, but I figured, you know what? I, nothing else I've done has worked and my teacher is telling me to do this. So I will. And I put the time into it. And sure enough, the next day, I got a little, a little more in than I had the day before. And then the next day, a little more. And then the next day, a little more. And I was actually able to build it up to where it was supposed to be. Um, and the reason that that stood out for me is that it really confirmed that the energy movement is the thing that it, 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 it's an important, it's a really, really important aspect of what we do. It's not, we're, it's not something that we're paying lip service to. It's not uh, some kind of a trick or a mental illusion of some kind or anything like that. It, it really does work the way it feels like it works and the way it has been trained for centuries. It, it actually is a thing and it really is uh, it's a very useful thing. Um, and, it, and it really does work that way. And to me, that moment to, to have that kind of confirmation that the, that the energy is real and that it really does what it's supposed to do when you're doing the right things with it. And that that feeling of it, of the energy movement is really important. It's not just the moves themselves, that empty hollow movement isn't gonna do it. It's that energy movement that really gets you the results. And seeing that firsthand um, and feeling that, and all of a sudden kind of having the ability to control my own energy levels and kind of keep more in or have more available, that was just over the top exciting for me. Um, you know, it was very early in my training, I admit, but it's still, it's still a memorable thing that stands out as like, wow, that, that is real. That really does that. It really works that way. Um, and so that was definitely one of those moments where I, I was already pretty hooked on the clear Tai Chi system, but it was definitely one of those that kind of confirmed for me that this is where I need to be and this is what I need to be studying. Cool. Yeah, the other one on that is that uh, E, uh, that real energy work. Yes, well, this, it was along the same lines, actually, but it was the first time I met you live. It was at your yeah. uh, your e-workshop. And on the second day of, the, of a three-day workshop, um, I was partnered for that workshop with uh, an older fellow who told me that at that time he had been doing Tai Chi for 15 years. And on the second day of the of that workshop, he turned to me and said, I've gotten more out of these last two days than I did my entire 15 years of training prior to this. And I understood why, because the, the material we were covering was all that kind of mind-directed energy manipulation. And we were playing with different ways that it kind of fuels you physically and different results that you can get by shaping the energy in different ways and creating different forms with it. And uh, at some point, we had it where we were, we were putting our fists out and, and kind of using the energy to reinforce our structure. And where I, I went to my partner and I could literally like put my whole weight down on his, on his arms and he could support my whole weight with with the, the energy infused power that he had kind of running through his structure. And then 
uh, I turned my energy on, this was kind of a back and forth partner thing, I turned my energy on in such a way that was designed to cut his energy and cut his power source in the process. And I did that. And when I went back and put my hands on again, whereas I was, I was basically able to lift myself up off of him before, now at a very light touch, he, he couldn't resist. His hands just meekly went down to the floor. Like he just had no integrity there at all. He lost all, it robbed him of his strength. And he commented on it. He said he could feel that, that the power went out of his body the moment that I cut the energy the way that we were doing. Now that was impressive to me, but it wasn't really impressive until I got it the other way around because I was still sort of half convinced that this was some kind of a psychological trick or some kind of a, a hypnosis thing or something like that. And so, um, you know, being sort of convinced that there was an amount of hypnosis involved and having some tricks to counter hypnosis, if you know it's there, I decided not to let it work. I decided I'm, I'm not going to let this hypnosis work on me. I'm going to keep my energy on and he's not going to be able to do the thing. And, uh, and it'll be proof to me that I'm right about all this stuff. And, and it'll be funny to me that he can't do it when he's supposed to be able to. And, and I got in the position and I got my energy going and he lifted himself up off my arms and I was all strong and he went and cut to cut my energy. And I felt my, I, I felt everything like suck out of me. Like I can't even describe it. It was not a hypnotic trick. It was, there was nothing psychological about it. I went physically weak in that moment and there was nothing I could do about it except maybe like regroup really. <laughs> but, but from where I was, my energy had shut off and I could feel it and it was plain as day. And when I realized that in two days, that Sifu Clear was able to get a whole group of people to manipulate someone else's energy field without contact, without physically touching them. That's, again, that, that was actually the moment I decided to move here. I already knew I was going to study Clear Tai Chi for the rest of my life. But that was the moment when I started thinking about like, okay, so I have a job I have to quit and I have an apartment that I have to somehow break my lease on. And, and I started trying to figure out how I was going to organize everything in my life so that I could move to Maribel because it was that kind of powerful for me at the time. It's funny because now we've gone with our training over the years, we've done so much that, you know, that is beyond that, 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 that almost doesn't seem as impressive, but, but that was, you know, for me at that moment and where I was coming from at that time, it's exactly what I needed to see. And the fact that we all got there in two days was just mind blowing. It was, it was, it was, it was just, again, confirmation. This is where I need to be. This is what I've been looking for for 20 years. Cool. Matt, which, which, Matt, which workshop was that? That, that, uh, that all happened? Uh, each win. The each win workshop. Okay, cool. You'll, you'll find uh, if you if you uh, have access to that workshop uh, online or by DVD, you'll find video of me in that workshop looking like a little butterball. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the each win that's like a variant of Xing Yi. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a, that's a Xing Yi derived. Um, okay. It's very internal uh, mind mind energy based. Um, energy expressions and, and uh, martial expressions that way. There is an yeah. E level in the Tai Chi 
and there's a lot of overlap um, between what's in each one and what's in it because it's all dealing with E. And so your mind applied is still going to be your mind applied in two skill sets. Um, and so only when you really get super, start really narrowing it into the Xingyi in terms of applications or the Tai Chi in terms of applications, is there some difference, but it's the same core skill set, the, the same interactions energetically and mentally and, and body-wise and all of that. It's just the application itself is different based on what you're doing. But like the cutting, that's one that exists in Tai Chi and Bagua and Xingyi and that kind of thing. And then the fortifying and, and continuing the energy. And then it's just the way that it interacts and that kind of thing from your mind to being expressed and or acting um, there's going to be like, you know, there's, there's 10 different ways to do an activity, right? And so, um, but they're all going to involve, if you're trying to accomplish something specific, they're all going to have to do certain things, even though they're coming at it from different directions. And so it's, it's that. It's that in this case, the chi skill, the E skill, the understanding of the body, the interaction with your body and, and their body and interaction between the two. And those things, there's going to be a lot of overlap, and, and there is. So, yeah. I, th I think that's how Daniel actually got into clear Tai Chi, was through the Yichuan. Oh, okay. Daniel, Daniel uh, Hill, Daniel. yeah. I think that's that was his entry, actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, I forgot about that, but he did. He did the Xingyi first, and then he did the Yichuan because of that and what he saw with, with what we were doing with the each one, he, he went into the Tai Chi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Cool. And that each one's available is available online from us. That is actually available at clearmartialarts.com as well um, in the store page. So, you know, if you're going there to check out the level one material anyway, which you should be uh, while you're there, you can, you can take a look at uh, the each one program as well.